the things you put up with in a person because the sex is awesome. And we've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. And, you know, I was talking to Tim about there is this one guy that I was dating. This was like when I was in North Carolina in college, real cute. And he had like this really annoying laugh, like, <laughs> and, and we've discussed this on the study BIMCO program before is that I had to dump him when one night over dinner, he said to me, you know, you remind me of a very famous actor. And I asked who, and he said, Sarek, Spock's father from the original Star Trek. I remember, Mark Leonard. I remember one night, one <laughs> night we went out and like, it, it wasn't like, like, this is going to sound like we were actually more serious than we were. It was just one of those things that his parents were in town. So we all went out to dinner one night. I can't remember if we were going to a movie or maybe there was a concert or maybe it was a basketball game. But anyway, he and his father are tell, like the dad's telling the dad jokes. And then Hunter is, is you know, throwing back at him. They're both, both of them laughing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's Seti Bimco part two. The Revenge, the show where we create revenge sequels that nobody wanted. This time, it's personal. It's Seti Bimco, part two. Season two, Seti Bimco, part two. The show where we talk about revenge sequels that were never made. See, easy. No more teenage oh, I drama. See. I, thought it, I thought the title was Seti Bimco 2, the revenge. colon, The Revenge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I did too. Like, well, you know. I actually thought it was Seti Bimkov, because I don't really like, know the like, like, like Damien Omen 2. I, 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 I'm, I'm very confused <laughs> now. What show am I on? Seti Bimco. <laughs> Part 2, The Revenge. What does Seti Bimco mean again? We revealed it last week when you weren't here, George. No, oh, did you? Yes. And by Assholes. the way, I, mu- I must say it was <laughs> looking back on it, it was very anticlimactic. We we're like, it was. yeah, she was our she was our English teacher in high school, and it was like, and her name's Betty. So. I, I mean, it was just like you know, it was like I was like, well, that was kind of. Well, I was it in was the newspaper all, with know, her. Not, not quite as anticlimactic <laughs> or has a big letdown as the series finale of Lost, but pretty darn close. <laughs> was it as big as the anticlimactic letdown as when you all finally read my letter that I wrote five months before? That was a good letter. Because that, no, that, that was a good letter. I that forgot what the letter was. I had no idea what it was until I heard it. I was like, oh, yeah, He-Man Land. Well, that was our well, fault because we would get talking so much and it'd be like an hour and 15, <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes. We're like, we're not, we're not going, oh, poor George, we're not going to fit this letter in. <laughs> and That's Tim would lie to me every week. He's like, this is the week we play it because you needed those numbers. I listen anyway. I don't need to hear my letters. You're all well, my, su- my suggestion so, was we should have just done an episode based on George's letter. We kind of did, though. We kind we of did. did. Masters of the Universe and he uh, and Tim. Ooh. McPhee man. Tim loved it. At the, you know, they they say this. I don't Is know it? what it means. At the bottom of this hour, we're going to talk about the movie The Elevator from 1974, and then we're going to, and then we're going to talk about the revenge sequels we came up. But first, we're going to pick a wild card question for people at home that don't know what that is. It's a yeah, we draw we draw a wild card question, which is basically 
<laughs> the question is basically, in a sequel to this movie, which character is most likely to? <laughs> and this week it is... What is it? Which character from this movie is most likely to win a Grammy? No, we haven't no. done that yet. Oh, that's good because... because and by the way, Tim, thank, thank you for changing all the questions two hours before we come to record. I really appreciate <laughs> that. No, because the one thing I was going to use, I can use for this. Okay. Did anything amazing happen to you? But um, no, <laughs> one thing I want to talk about is because you know what? Tim like doesn't like to plug his stuff because he quote unquote doesn't want to sound like he's bragging. Right. Like like when he got he was a guest artist for an issue of Doctor Who and he's like, Oh yeah, by the way, I did a I did a guest issue of Doctor Who. I'm like, Oh, well that <laughs> might have been a nice piece of information to have. Like maybe we could get more listeners. But I <laughs> no. did see on the Macmillan website, and I don't know how long it's been on there, but New York Times bestselling author. Oh yeah, that's me. George O'Connor. Uh-huh. The Ask Guardians vote um, uh, volume one, Odin. They have the cover up, the cover art on the yeah, website. Yeah, I just, yes. just got revealed. Well, who drew that, George? Uh, I subcontracted <laughs> it out to, uh, I don't know who's, John Byrne. <laughs> Tim's going to cut this out because he's letting me make comic jokes. But yeah, my uh, my new book series is uh, out. Well, it's not out in the world yet. It won't be out in the world to November. November 14th, yeah. Oh, wait, that's the actual date? Well, that's the date they give. Is that that was going to be my next question? Is that the actual date? Is that set in stone? If it's a Tuesday, if it's a Tuesday, probably. Oh, it is probably, yeah. At this point, it's set in stone. Like, it's set in stone. I'll tell you, the way this works, everybody at home and listeners here, Mm -hmm. um, I'm like well on my way to working on book two of Asgardians, Thor. Wait, I said that weird. Yeah. Thor. 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 Orb. Like you said. Yeah. I can't talk. I you know what? Here's what happened to me interesting. I literally just got back from Connecticut like uh, about two hours ago oh, from okay. like a series of school visits. Okay. Visiting oh. school, talking Greek so gods and dinosaurs oh. and stuff. So John and I have and to do I'm, all the talking. No, no, I'm gonna talk a lot. I'm just gonna <laughs> it's just gonna I'm gonna say words incorrectly. I'll probably say at least one thing that's really inappropriate. Well, before I never had on this show. Yeah, no. There's definitely never anything cancelable <laughs> uttered on this show. No. Mm-hmm. I had the thing I wanted to ask George is I, I don't know if he saw this yep. news story about Legos that I sent I to you. I you know, I did read this newsletter this news article, Tim, <sighs> and frankly, was anyone else disappointed by the caliber of that reporting? I know it's NPR. Well, it's meant to be lighthearted. Well, I heard it on NPR this week. It just okay, so for those who don't know a, a, there was a study conducted by six scientists who uh, conducted an experiment on themselves where they took a Lego minifigure head, mm-hmm. swallowed it, mm-hmm. and then charted how long it took for said Lego head to move through their system into their um, bowels. Bowels, yeah. yeah. Good, no, well, out of the bowels. They, they right. didn't wait. They're like, it was part they, of the bowel movement. Yep. The, uh, the dookie, yeah, so to speak. And George, I know, yeah. I know how they searched through the dookie to find the head. They went to a small village in the Czech Republic where there's a, a toilet with a <laughs> ledge. Did you hear this episode, John? Call no. back to previous episode. I... George visited the Czech Republic and the toilets there have a ledge. So your poop stops on the ledge and you can check it out to see if your poop is good. That's it's true. Like a... That's what John told so me. Think, think I mean, that's what standard... George told me. Oh, this is going to happen no, a lot. I mean, I'm not doubting it, but it's just like, why? You know, I mean, it, I well, get it. 
I mean, I, yeah, wouldn't know what to lo- I wouldn't know what to load. Like what? I eat corn today. I mean, how I am not a trained <laughs> dukeologist. How am I going to know, like, if it's good or bad, you know, if it's coming you know, out by water all the time. You're yeah, but do I, need to, do I need to keep it on the ledge to know that? I mean, I'll know that when I look in the bowl, you know what I mean? Or probably I mean, if it's a look in the bowl, I'll know it when it's coming out. Boy, this episode is devolving. Very, People are going to love this very this is- quickly. <laughs> I haven't talked about the movie yet. George, which which Lego head would you swallow? That's all I wanted to know. Oh, let's see. That's which a good character? Question. And also, know, also, John, which Lego head character would you swallow? I gotta say, you, I gotta say Charlie Brown because it's a round head. There are no like <laughs> sharp noses or like beaks or you good know idea. like horns. You know, you know. Don't pick anything with like horns. I'm thinking, you know. That, oh, yeah, probably I don't think there's like, a Charlie Brown. They well, don't I'm have saying something, tubes. something along that line, you know, something, but I, nothing with nothing with horns or like, yeah. you know, fangs or, we get it. Uh, just like, like, you know, like a Sega, you know, like, I don't know, like something with like a, you know, like, sca- like a scales on their head. You know, nothing like that. That would just, that would just rip you to shreds. How fast is John protesting too I much? I would do this. I, okay. um, who's head? I have had some custom printed Legos made because I'm just that sort of guy. Uh-oh. And I have a custom Lego of myself. How Ooh. weird. I'd swallow my own head. You'd swallow your own head. Yeah, it's just, just like, you know, and maybe, maybe. Doesn't, I'm just saying, I don't know how this man, works. Doesn't every man wish he could swallow <laughs> his own head? It's the dream. Oh, and then oh, I can see man. myself from the inside. Oh, you my haven't, God. I've seen George, George's apartment. He years logo years of yoga. I still can't get my legs behind my head enough to you get rid of that rib. <sighs> George's house is full of Legos, so I have a feeling he, he swallows at least once one Lego a month just by accident. Well, just pretty much any yeah, falls in his mouth. A sharp intake of breath, a Lego flies off the floor, goes down my throat. I live like a, a six-year-old child, just puddles of le- puddles, right. puddles of Lego everywhere, and just I never clean up. I just kind of walk on them. I don't care. My feet are thick and calloused. Well, I'm going to put yeah. you both to shame. Uh oh. You know which Uh-oh. Lego head I'd swallow? I'd be a hero. Uh-oh. I'd swallow. Oh, I'm so scared. Lego Hitler. I'd swallow his oh, head. I, man. Wait. This There's no Lego Charlie Brown, <laughs> but there's a Lego Hitler. Yeah. You're both Lego liars. <laughs> but, John, we need to make an intervention. <laughs> Our friend, Mr. Tim Hamilton, has become a wee bit obsessed with the uh, the, the villain Der, of Der the Fuhrer? 20th century. Der Fuhrer? Yes, he has. <laughs> Come on, I'm making fun of him. Are you, you, you're, you're advocating that Lego, the biggest toy company in the world, makes a toy of him. Sounds like you're championing him to me. Not to, not to mention the Nazis did invade Denmark where Legos are from. I don't think they're going to be making – I don't That's think right. they're going to be making a Hitler Lego. I'm just saying. Hey, let's talk about the movie. Let's talk <laughs> – all right, Tim, introduce us to the movie, please. This movie is called This movie is called The Elevator, not to be confused with The Elevator, which I guess is a softcore movie, but we watched uh, the I watched Elevator. that one instead. We watched The Elevator. You did not. I, I watched kinda, the 1972 Candy Samples. I kind of wish I would watch that one instead, <laughs> but this is the yeah. one I watch, so let's get on with this. It's a, it's a movie from 1974, An Elevator. Carrying Mine was from 72. 70, what? The one I watched was from 1972. Okay. Well, let me get Because it was the porn. Let me get the... I watched the porn. Okay. <laughs> Derailed. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Tim, go on. 
right, 74. This, it's an elevator carrying a diverse group of people stuck between floors <laughs> in a high-rise office building. The tension inside the stalled elevators is exacerbated. What? It's exacerbated. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I got tendonitis. <laughs> The, the ghost of English teacher <laughs> Betty Simcoe is turning over in her grave because, oh, because Tim Hamilton cannot pronounce exacerbated. It's a hard Wait, one. is she actually dead? Yeah. She is. So. She lived mm. to a ripe old age. She only passed mm. away like about mm, 15, 16 years ago. Tensions rise in the elevator because there's a robber. Stole money. You you derail me. And he's claustrophobic and he's got a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he sweats a lot. Yeah, he does. And his favorite line is, and please hurry. Right? Wait, that's your translation. He's like, and, and hurry up. And hurry. What? Uh, okay, never mind. We'll get to it. That's, that's <laughs> what he said. <laughs> please hurry. Oh man, hurry! I am on the Jesus. edge of my seat. Roddy McDowell is in this. Yes, Monkey Man McDowell. Learn more. Learn, Myrna Loy. No, from no, classic no, films. No, Learn more. Learn more. That's going to be our next Learn podcast. That's going to be our next podcast. <laughs> Learn more. Oh. Seti Bimco 2, The Revenge, The Learn Amoying. Learn Amoy. Oh my God, the jokes are writing themselves. And George. Yeah. Carol Lindley from Beware the Blob was in this. She was the girl in the car waiting downstairs. Wait. She was, she was at the teenage party. She wasn't the girl who ran around all night. She was the blonde yeah. girl who started had the party. With wow. The, uh, the girl who was the, assi- the one who was helping out the burglars? The getaway car, yeah. In this one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. She was, That's pretty exciting. Is that my siren? Your neighborhood. Your neighborhood. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I live next door to a murderer, so I mean, and I'm even I'm like, and even like I'm like, dude, your neighborhood. <laughs> so those are the two uh, famous people. Oh no, there's quite a few more. No, who's I thought John would know Wendy. She's from which one's Wendy? Oh, uh, Arlene. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing about Arlene Galanka. Yes, who has been oh, like in ever, who's been in like everything. Well, here's the thing. Like I don't know, like. It it didn't have the open. My YouTube didn't have the opening credits. And it just said no. and Arlene Galanka as Ooh. as Wendy. You missed the opening credits. Yeah, mine didn't have it either. Oh, mine didn't amazing. have it. It was like a helicopter <laughs> crash. <laughs> what? Cops no. in the street. So they, they spent ex- all the they spent the all the money, they spent all the money on the opening sequence. That was the exciting part. Oh, okay, I get. It. Now she's one of those. No, and, but I wasn't talking about Arlene. <laughs> I wasn't talking about National Treasure Arlene Galanka. I was <laughs> talking about Barry Livingston, who played Bobby Robert the boy. Okay, who oh, was the one that kept Ernie, sticking up in the roof? Who yes. was Ernie on My Three Sons and played Courtney Cox's boyfriend in Masters of the Universe. No, what? Not what? the same one. Yeah, Barry he's Livingston from, was. In, oh, you got the name wrong. He's from Star Trek. A different must. His name must be so similar. The guy in Masters was, of the Universe. He's on John, Star Trek. I just got excited. I know that. And then you dashed. I, uh, <laughs> now I'm, I'm quitting the show. 
Okay, bye, cover, George. Guys. It was over. <laughs> nice for you. Everybody, do not buy Asgardians Volume One, <laughs> Odin. Do not go near a bookstore on November fourteenth, twenty twenty-three. Just protest. Protest. Wait, no, I thought Barry Livingston. Barry Livingston. They have the same hold name. Hold on here. John. Just hold on. Just hold on here. They have the same name. I gotta say, I don't think it works out time-wise because this movie yeah. is seventy-two or seventy-four. Right, and but he was a child was like actor. He was born. He was born in '53 because he was a child actor when he was Ernie on My Three Sons. Oh yeah, yeah. And let's not, see here. They got the same name. I know what you're. What's happening? Oh, did I get mixed up there? I guess I did. Oh, let's see here. Now I'm full of rage. Okay. No, well, you know what, George? Get used to it. Life, <laughs> life is full of disappointments. <laughs> the Elevator, 1970. Oh, I guess it's not. Oh, okay. We, well, I guess Barry Livingston must have dropped out of the Screen Actors Guild because that guy could take his name. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. What do you know? Wow, they really have the same name? No, they are. This, no, it is the same person. It's, no, it's in his... It's in his filmography. I'm looking at it right here. Look up Wikipedia, Barry Livingston, film, Masters of the Universe, 1987, television. He did not play that character, though. Television, The Elevator, 1974. I'm looking right at it. Yeah, but, pull, but up Barry Living's, pull up Barry Livingston. Are you doing it, George? It, I got to say, but he, he's right. It's But he plays a character named Charlie. Yeah, he doesn't play the boyfriend. I remember, Oh, I He's thought not he was the boyfriend. The oh, I thought Charlie was Charlie the boyfriend. Runs, Who's no, Charlie? Charlie's the guy who runs the music store. <gasps> That's him? Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, okay. That's him. All right. Okay. That was wow. mine. Oh, oh, no. He's not in <laughs> Masters of the Universe. You don't know what you're talking about, John. <laughs> Wait, I just want to say my faith in humanity is restored because I feel like this is a key Seti Bimco film now because it ties yeah. together. It ties together. With, it's Masters of the Universe and Beware the Blob. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. This is astounding. And The Thin the, Man. I, Mer- That's Mernaloy. Or Lernaloy, Mrs. Kenyon. And Edith Reynolds. Can I make so- a suggestion? Sure. I want to do really quickly, because I'm having trouble with this myself. What? I don't know the char- the actors' names. I don't know the characters' names. But I just want to break down as we head into So basically the plot of this is elevators, I guess, have just been invented. And tall buildings <laughs> have just been invented. Yes. And people are mm-hmm. freaked out by this elevator. This is a new building where they're selling space in this building and a bunch of randos get stuck in an elevator together. Like you said, mm-hmm. during criminal, let's establish like a cliff note version of who all the characters were. Well, there's Roddy McDowell, so is who is Roddy the McDowell. renting agent for the building. Who is, who is Marvin. Uh, this happens to me every week, George, do not panic because I, I would not remember it. I have to write all the characters, all the actors down I'm with their it. characters. And they, I, I cut and paste. You got, you, got, you got to do it every week because, especially yeah. with these all star. <laughs> and what is this diverse, diverse, diversified? Uh, they're all white people from the from the valley. I mean, yeah, there was no, not one person of color. What is this? Uh, this diverse. No. This At diverse. The very end, there was a black cop for like twenty seconds. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Then I yeah, see. So that's correct. pretty diverse for the seventy four. I see. So corrected. Myrna Loy is coming to this building. She's our our. She's the main character we follow because she comes into the building after the opening credits. You miss the opening credits. Best character too. She's she the best she character. had just murdered her whole family in the opening credits. No, and, right. and she comes to the building. Oh, you'll you'll hear. She pretends. No, her stick though is she just talks about her family constantly yeah. and her time, especially in Pittsburgh, but also Paris. Now you know why. And she's Philadelphia. a Philadelphia. Rich, old, rich old movie star. Oh, you're right. Philadelphia. Rich old movie star type. And uh, great screen presence. You know, you can see like, ah, oh, this lady was a movie star. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Then there's the doctor, she, the super patrician doctor, who's having an affair. I think. And he's with, in there with his wife and right. his girlfriend, who's his secretary. And right. that we'll get to that later. Really? And he's like right. the boss, I guess, because he's the white guy. Right. Well, he's the, he, is he a doctor? <laughs> he's the white guy. Yeah. He's definitely a doctor he's of some variety. I don't his know what wife, her trade is. Yeah. His wife, you know, his wife is play, his wife is played by Teresa Wright, who won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for Mrs. What? Miniver in nineteen forty-two. Uh-huh. Also that year she got nominated for Best Actress for Pride of the Yankees with Mr. Gary Cooper as Lou Gehrig. You remember? Today, yeah. today, today. I am the luckiest, luckiest, luckiest man alive, live, live. <laughs> Fun fact. I mean, Lou Gehrig died of Lou Gehrig's disease. What are the chances of that? <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. I think you stole I'd that say joke. 100%. <laughs> All right. Who else do we got? No Lou Gehrig in this movie. Roddy McDowell. Oh, there's the boy. Well, you already said Roddy McDowell. There's the boy I want to talk who was in My it. Three Sons. Barry Livingston. Barry Livingston, who is also in Masters Universe, and his mom, who was just a hysterical mess. Right. Um, and then. The- uh, I guess the principal character is the one stuck in the elevator. Last one is a uh, very sweaty, very, very sweaty bank robber who I yes. – no, not bank robber, just robber. He just – yeah. I, I enjoyed him immensely. That guy was great. Mr. And, James Farantino who's done everything. Mr. James Farantino. And we had the kid. And the- I said the kid. The kid that gets shoved through the roof. Okay, you finish. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who by, the way, remind, who, by the way, remind me of that guy in college who, like, you'd get a few drinks in him and you'd be able to, like, you know, make out with him and get him naked. But the whole time you'd be like, no, I have a girlfriend. Anyway, just a little something from. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that kid didn't laugh weird, too. Call back. To I don't know. Sometimes, like, they sometimes they come back for more. Sometimes, like, they never made eye contact with you again. It just <laughs> depended on the guy. I have a question. If you got this guy drunk enough and you made out with him, could you then pick him up and stash him in a hole in the ceiling for later? I, 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 several, time, several times, that's how the evening ended. I would hit the, <laughs> I would hit like, the, the, the emergency you're, you're stop on the elevator. we do what we did. <laughs> and then, well, I would climb out the, the top of the elevator and shimmy up the shaft and go, okay, I got to go. <laughs> That's a good way to make an ending. Yeah, it's a great way to end a date. Let's see what other main characters. Because there's the two. There's the other character from Boy of the Blob who sticks out of it. She's stays in the. I think her name is Honey. She's a blonde lady who runs like an idiot, and she is the driving the getaway car. And there's this big blonde dude who I guess is the true villain of the piece. Yes, Don Stroud, who did a bunch of things. He never gets. Yeah, he never gets in the elevator. And then the only other person who plays a pivotal role but is never really – like there's an idiot who brings a 750-pound component into the elevator and it's basically – It's a safe. It's a safe. That's it. Fucks up the elevator, gets off, and starts everything because, yes, this is a disaster movie so, where a bunch of people who don't trust elevators because I guess they're new I, I, like I, get stuck I, in an elevator. I do want to point out they – they tried to do what the airplane movies do and give each person some drama, but there was no drama to like anything no going time. on with them. The kid was yeah, like, they left a lot on the table. Angry. Like there was drama set up yeah. and yeah. like, can we talk spoilers real quick? Sure. Sure. All right. Well, let's, so the uh, yeah. kid, cause we keep talking about the kid, the kid you stick in the ceiling. 
We we see all this stuff with the kid and his mom, and there's this angst about money that never comes up That's again. Those, yeah, yeah. The trust yeah. and and then the most sh- the trust fund thing, and the most shocking one to me that I I kind of couldn't remember the doctor who kind of becomes a hero in this thing. We mm-hmm. see that he's having an affair with his secretary mm-hmm. and his wife, and they. Th- the three Nothing of them happens. together get stuck in this elevator, and it never comes to never a head. Comes the wife kind of gives her a dirty <laughs> look, but beyond that's that, the closest. No, well, because they've got well, let's see here: one, two, three, well, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people, nine characters in an ev- in an elevator in a movie that ran an hour and nine minutes. <laughs> So they and they all got in the elevator. Did you catch? Let's get there. Apparently, what we ver- the version we saw. I was reading the comments on the YouTube thing. Uh huh. It was missing ten minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> Those were the ten minutes we needed. It was the part well, at, at the credits you missed when Myrna Loy was murdering her family. No, you're a liar. Um, there. <laughs> there's definitely some unresolved bits, and I think it was kind of excised from the middle. Hmm. Well, I think there were like. We'll we'll get to it maybe they, they all, maybe we won't folks they, who knows they all get on the elevator with yeah. the safe as you said with the safe seven hundred pounds they get the safe off but they somehow bust the whole elevator pushing safe because the guy gets it off like an idiot and they're like practically <laughs> jumping up and down yes. like they're hitting with hammers practically so then they go on their way with the man with the money he had killed someone on the top floor and took the money and then they did get, you catch that guy's name yeah his name's Eddie he's my favorite no the guy they killed. Rambo or Ranu? Rambo? Mr. Rambo. Mr. Rambo, oh, yes, right. Oh. Yeah. It was spelled differently, no. people. With a, uh, not according to with the thing e. I saw. Just like How was it? Seti Mr. Bim, Rambi? Like Seti Bimco. Mr. Rambo? No, you're a liar. B-A-U, Rambo. Yeah, I saw it on the wall. So, so now they're all stuck, yes. Yep. And so are we. <laughs> so are we. This movie <laughs> was very boring. I kind of liked it. Oh, my God. Well, the big drama comes because Marty McDowell had – Roddy McDowell, rather, had – he had had a a Taco Bell lunch. And (laughs) And he's the one farting up a storm in the elevator? Is that what you're going to say? It was a crisis. He was like (laughs) – he's like, does anyone have a bucket? A (laughs) bucket and a small cloth of which to maintain my modesty. No one did. So you just (laughs) were waiting. You're like, can't wait to see this monkey man shit himself. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I figured Eddie was the one farting. Which one's oh, Eddie? Eddie's the robber who is also claustrophobic. As oh. soon as the elevator stops, oh he breaks into a cold sweat. <laughs> he shits his pants. <laughs> He's so wet. Oh, my God. My, he was great. John Farentino's actor's name. Yes. I'm going to watch other movies with this guy because that guy, <laughs> he looked like he was like a character from Welcome Back, Cotter. That's right. It's me making an old-timey TV reference. But he looked like one of the sweat hogs. I don't know if he was. I think I read no, I could have seen him be one. I think I no, read his he, he wasn't everything, though. I mean, like, he was a he was a pretty big actor at one point. I think, I I think know, a lot of these I people who, I don't know if it was at this point, but at one point he was a really big actor. <laughs> I think I read his Wikipedia. I think he got in trouble for stop, stalking his girlfriend. Sad to say. Oh, I don't know. I Our heroes are dead. Your heroes are dead. Well, yeah. By the way, Let today sh- I shoot him down now. I think the guy from Masters of the Universe is maybe the only person involved in this movie who's still alive. Possibly. 
Yeah, I was looking. It was depressing. I stopped looking. Arlene Galanka <laughs> may still be alive. Yeah. National treasure. National treasure. The 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 <laughs> mistress of the doctor, the secretary oh. or nurse or whatever she was. Yes, national. And I'm going to refer to her for the rest of the show as national, national. treasure because you know how I like labels. National yeah. treasure. Arlene Galanka, <laughs> I believe, may still be alive. I could. Be I wrong. think she literally disappeared from the movie. I don't think there was any resolution for her character. Oh, but maybe, but maybe well, we there, there. Maybe, she, maybe she showed up in a revenge movie. I'm just saying, I'm not making any oh. promises here. Maybe she won an Emmy. All right. Maybe she's still in the elevator. Or Irene was waiting <laughs> in the basement with no eight track player in that car. No eight track anyway, player at all. Anyway, one one robber, I forget his name. There's Eddie and who? Eddie and oh. Pete. Pete, right? Pete, wow, wow, that's impressive that you remembered that. He got separated, so he's down in the basement with the girl, like, we got to get up there. Where is he? What happened? They don't know he's stuck. The in girl the is Eddie's girlfriend, too. Yeah. That's yeah. worth mentioning. Yes. So, yeah, it's very boring. Oh. Uh, so I got bored. I needed to wake myself up, and I looked up on YouTube <laughs> the top five worst places to live in Pennsylvania. Okay, let's hear them. <laughs> no judgment Sarah. by me. The worst Sarah place. <laughs> Reading. Lancaster. Reading, PA. Reading. Yeah. Where I think, I, I think they make um, peppermint patties there or Wilkes Bear. I forget where. But. Mm. but number two is a place you can't move to Centralia. Because. Oh, that's the place that's on fire. It's been on fire for 60 years and will continue to burn for 200. Do you know about this that's place, John? That's is, it on a coal, is it on a coal mine? Is that why? Oh, because yeah. yeah, in the '60s, people dumped the garbage in a hole in the ground, and the fire department set it on fire, and they basically set all the coal under the town on fire. So, so everybody but had to go. The, but it is the barbecue capital of yeah. uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Five people live there. It didn't wouldn't move or sell their houses. Good lord, those people must have such lumps. Yeah. Now let's get back to this movie. That's it. You're only giving two of the five. Uh, Hazelton, Hazelton, Wilkes Bear, um, Harrisburg, the capital, and I forget the other one. <clears throat> this is good. Story great uncle who lived in Harrisburg it was actually quite nice. Oh, I do, before Nobody we go in this on, movie, there's nothing about Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Before we we before we go on, I do have some sad news to report. Uh-oh. National wow. treasure Arlene Galanka did pass away Ooh. in May of oh. 2021. I'm sorry. Close. I'm well, sorry. She almost made it to SETI times. Yeah. So Edith, Edith is the name of a character. She was losing her mind and worried about her samples. I don't know what that was about. I don't either. No, Who's she, was de- she, was, she was decorating her husband's office. That's right. She was very worried. Okay. So no, those, are samples, those are her samples. Come on. There's some plot here. Yeah. Well, decorating. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more than just a pretty face. <laughs> I just have no, no com- this movie was no so com- boring. <laughs> yes, everyone. <laughs> I'm more than just what? a golden-throated voice on a podcast. I am also <laughs> you male, model gorgeous, male model gorgeous. <laughs> Should we just cut to the chase with this movie? Well, Marie yeah. Loy, she won't shut no, up about, about no, Philadelphia. No, George we, George, we do not cut to the chase on this movie as badly as you want to. Come on, no. We are going to have to go over frame by frame no, I just have- of the elevator. The sooner you, the sooner you reconcile with that, the happier you will be. 
I just want to know what holiday it is because everybody is worried there's, it's a holiday, so that's why the building is empty. Did, did uh, they ever say what I'll holiday? I'll tell you what, it's not. A three-day holiday. It's not Martin Luther King Jr. Day because that holiday didn't exist yet. No. Nope. It didn't. Yep. And it's yep. not um, cr- Christmas because... Um, there would be decorations. There would be decorations. Yeah. It's not... Um, what I'm going to guess, I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna guess either Memorial. I'm going to guess Memorial Day or Labor Day. Those are going to be my two guesses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess Kwanzaa. Qua- well, God, that was my third guess. Yeah, and because the movie was so white, it just it never really came up. Nobody no, it was really a very, it. it was a very diverse, a very diverse, <laughs> diverse, diversified group of people from the San Fernando <laughs> Valley trapped in this elevator. So that woman attacks Eddie when he has a gun. There's some that made no sense. Remember, Eddie Arlene Galanka like fucking decks him. Yeah, she's got like Eddie. She's yeah. like a pro wrestler. She just like knocks him to the ground. He's like, blah. His yeah. gun looked weird too. I'm just that's, gonna say it looked like a. That's why, Arlene, that's why Arlene Galanka is a national treasure. You, you know, in the opening credits you missed. It showed Eddie building his own gun. That's why it looked odd. That's Tim's probably just probably lying odd. again, everybody. <laughs> Come on. So he's got a gun. He's losing his mind. He's, he climbs up through the top. Does he climb up first or the kid first? Doesn't matter. Well, they, they first send the kid up, and as the kid's going, because the kid's job in this movie is to be generally kind of small. And he's not that much of a kid. He's like 20. Yeah. But he's little, and everybody keeps picking him up and shoving him in holes. Yes. And he's midway through the hole, and um, the, the sweaty bank robber with claustrophobia – I don't really call him a bank robber. The sweaty robber. Eddie. He's like, no, no, I'm going to go. And he goes up. And he climbs into the shaft and starts firing the gun up into the air inside the shaft and yelling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let me out! He started shooting <laughs> at elevator doors. He did. Wait, did he? Did, right? Well, he shot yeah. Oh, and the whole time, he has a big old briefcase full of cut paper, which we're supposed to leave his money. Right. And right. Uh, he's trying to wedge open the door with it. And when Arlene Galanka smacks him, she hits him with such force. Not only is he decked. His suitcase flies open and the yes. bunny goes everywhere. Right. So now they and that's all everybody know. knows they're like, oh, uh, and that becomes a point of yeah. contention. Everybody goes, yeah. because the only person who knows they're in the elevator is his partner, Paul Stroud, mm-hmm. and the blonde lady from Where the, the Blob, Blob. Yeah. whatever the Blob movie was called that I saw. And now they know because they've seen the money. Yeah. They're all going to die because they can't or, afford right. to have witnesses. Can't so. afford to have witnesses. If he had and just that's worn, the if, he, if he had just worn a ski mask in that elevator the whole time, nobody yes. would have noticed. <laughs> yeah, everybody thought that was kept totally the, weird. He, I mean, should just kept, he should have just kept that pantyhose on his face. <laughs> nobody would have thought twice about it. It was he a three day put week- it on. It was a three day weekend. Nobody, everybody yeah. had their minds on that. Everybody had their minds on like a Memorial Day or Labor Day barbecue. Whatever They're heading to that town in Pennsylvania. The Centralia, is that the name of it? Yeah, They're like, for my three-day weekend, I'm going to Centralia, Pennsylvania, the barbecue capital <laughs> of the world, you know. It's mesquite, mesquite flavored. That's right. So while they're all sitting there thinking they're going to die, <clears throat> Myrna Loy, whose main character trait has been comparing people, talking about her kids and her... her and everything's like Philadelphia. When they finally found us in Philadelphia, it took them nearly an hour to get us out. Children-in-law and her grandchildren and all stuff like this. She just has this moment, and like this is where you see Myrna Loy. Why she's a true, like, great actor. Yeah, she admits she's like, look, I don't have any kids. I murdered them. I I didn't murder them in the opening credits, but Tim's gonna allege I did. Tim, that's where his heart resides. 
I don't have any family at all. I'm a big old loser who makes up stories about my family to in order to depress random strangers. And they all kind of like look at her sad. And it's this moment of bonding. And then Monkey Man McDowell, he's like, my job sucks. Yes. And I am. I can't wait for the apes to take over. That's right. Because yeah, maybe elevators. I'll, yep. I'll, and then, and I'll, these are the only two characters we give a shit about. So all the other plots that were set up, like the the inheritance, Eddie, the, uh, well, the, the fair, none of that. Eddie had his confession. He he said, what was I'm, his confession? "I'm the one who's been farting all this time in the elevator." Uh, I know you suspected no, I'm gonna, it. <laughs> I'm going to agree with George. I mean, I would I, my ending of the movie would have been um, Myrna Loy and Roddy McDowell escaping, and as far as I'm concerned, the rest could have plunged to their deaths. I wouldn't right. have cared. Yep. Jump that out would, through the hole in the roof as the elevator falls down into a vat of acid. That would have been. <laughs> that then explodes. That would have been yeah. awesome. That, that would have been, been awesome. That would have been I, a great I mean, I, So then what happens? Uh, the Meanwhile, well, the bank rob, the robber guy's partner is outside and he's like, we got to get that money. And they rescue the guy who's in the shaft, Sweaty Joe. And Sweaty Joe Eddie, and his girlfriend and Pete the barber. Eddie Pete who, the bar- robber. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, who keeps saying, Eddie, and please hurry. He's like, and please Don't hurry get me out of here and hurry and please hurry. Hurry up! And you hurry up! And at this point, though, this is interesting because this is when Eddie becomes a good guy because he and his girlfriend, Eddie's being there like, oh, I was in an elevator. It's scary. That one guy could get beef and cheesers. <laughs> and then Pete, who is the true bad guy gets a fucking acetylene torch and starts cutting the wire. Yes. And they're all watching and it goes on for, I mean, this movie's only an hour and 15 minutes or whatever. <laughs> I'd say a full five minutes of it are them watching as he's slowly burning this wire. I know. Doing and in the thing. elevator, they're all like, well, we're going to die. And like Eddie's watching. He's like, I guess I could do something, but I am rather sweaty. And he finally get does something. He attacks Pete. Pete punches him in the belly and it is the best reaction. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. Um, yeah. He makes he, a face he, like, whoa, it's – Yeah. I love it. He fell through a glass window and his shoes fell off and he had to walk across the broken glass and, in a tall building. Yeah, that's right. It, I, yeah, must have, I must have had a super edited – a super <laughs> edited – Gruber falls out. It was great. I must have had a super yes. edited version of this movie. <laughs> and then he falls back in the elevator and I don't know. I mean – well, they get off. They do get uh, off, and then, get off. then it falls into the pit of acid. Then it falls. Oh, everybody gets off. Nobody dies. Even the bad bank robber who tries to escape after getting the money, he runs downstairs and gets shot by the cop who happens to be black. But the one character that was yeah. the diversity. But did you? And, and, but, yeah, and he, but his partner yeah, Eddie, who got away with a girl. The last time we see him, they just run down the stairs. They can't get through the door. It says, please use elevator. He's like, Please use it. elevator. And but he hits the wall, and that's it. That's the end. Poetic, poetic justice. <laughs> this is my theory. I, this is why, as mentioned in the comments, 10 minutes this film are missing. There's no way that – because all they had to do was run up a flight again. I know. Right? Like, that's like a minor annoyance, and, not the comeuppance of one of the characters. They're just like, oh. And then get shot by the police. Yeah, those police. Well, those police fucking left. I think they they shoot the one guy. And they're know. like, "Well, we got a suspect." That's Let's it. not even check the goddamn elevator. It's <laughs> full of eight people. Well, well, well yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to make that comment too. Like, there are like what maybe eight cops there that show up tops, <laughs> and they're like, "You guard the elevator, and the rest of you cover all the floors." There's like six <laughs> of them, and it's like, isn't this like building like fifty feet tall? Those yeah. poor cops. I mean, what did they do? They each got like what. <laughs> 
five, six, seven <laughs> floors a piece. They're all still really? running around upstairs. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, what is that? That was funny. It's like you two check the garage. The rest of you check every floor. Check like, every oh, floor. Guys the garage. They like, really fucking locked out. They're like they're like hanging out by the soda machine. They're pounding Pepsis because it was the seventies. Yeah. 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 And then okay, well, this is the one bit that was nice. I thought. Okay. So everybody's gone through this incredibly harrowing experience. They've all lived, <laughs> and they all had this moment where like they all were, they all shared in the humiliation of Myrna Loy. Yes. And I guess there was probably scenes where they all had their own things they came forward to, too, but we didn't really see it. And Myrna Lloyd's like, well, I'm just famished after being locked in this elevator for five hours. What do you say we all got to dinner? And they all slipped back into their fake lives. Yep. That's right. The doctor yep. goes off with his wife. His girlfriend mm-hmm. just disappears from the movie. I don't even remember her dis- like leaving. Right. Uh, the, the kid and his mom, I think they go off and fuck or something. Probably. Uh yeah, probably. Um, stepmom. Then. Who else was there? Stepmom. Monkey boy. On, he's like, it, I'm just kidding. Acceptable, George. Just, stepmom. Stepmom. Well, oh, that's that's like desirable. Monkey. The monkey man. He's like, get your damn paws off me, you damn dirty <laughs> ape. And he just now he tells he's going to call his boss, who he's going to quit. He's like, I have to smooth this over. And poor Myrna Loy is all alone. And then what she do? After coming clean, after absolving herself mm-hmm. from this weight. She tells the cops all about how you remind me of my steps or my brother, my son-in-law. That I murdered. Want to go get a sandwich? And she goes off to have dinner alone with the cops because she's still lying about her family. Mm Because serial killers love to hang out with the cops, George. Because she's so lonely. She's going to kill another family. She's so lonely. She's. I'm going to basically. I'm going to wind up being Myrna Loy one day. Is what's going (laughs) to happen to me at this rate. At this rate. Right now, I like it. Right now, I love being single. And we've had this talk before, mostly because I have my own bathroom. That's a big thing for me. Um, but no, one day I will wind up being Myrna Loy and talking about my family. Well, let's talk about you, you. Let's talk about bathrooms. Like my girlfriend <laughs> no. and I, we have two bathrooms. There's no way I'd be able to like. I would not be able to live with another person with only one bathroom. No, that, I no do thank it. you. That's my. Yeah, it's monstrous. I do it, Tim. I've been to Tim's apartment. There's only one bathroom. <laughs> oh my he, god! Every time he goes to the bathroom, he has to wrestle his wife into submission, <laughs> lock her in the bedroom, play loud music. Stuck towels under the door. All this stuff just to to hide his just secret shades. Brush my teeth. Right, just to brush his teeth. Incense no burning, must ever see incense burning everywhere. Oh, I know what to get Tim for his birthday. I'm going to get him that potpourri, that spray that you put in. <laughs> we're ready to talk about the revenge. Yeah, sure. this is the first time we're doing this, so I need you to set up how we're doing I'll it. I'll put the song in. Yeah, I'm going to say... Can you sing the song so I hear what it sounds like? I sent it revenge, to you. In the revenge, revenge, oh, revenge, 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 revenge. Wait, wait. How about this one? Gonna get you. Gonna get you. Gonna, 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 gonna get you. Gonna get you. What do you think? That's good, That's right? good. Sample that. Let's play, yeah, let's play the real you. one and see. Gonna, gonna, Let the people at home you. vote. Wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. I'll get you. Revenge. 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 One of us will die. One of us I will not die. I will one not let Cindy take oh, my place. I will have my revenge. revenge. We're going to call it revenge time. We're going to call it. Let's talk about revenge. I'll have my revenge. Hey, let's talk about. Yeah. Let's. Anyway. Ooh. Did I talk about everything? 
It's only. It's yeah, only, I think we talked. I think it's we, only fifteen we talk, minutes. We talked. We talked about everything and then some. Yes. It, it was. Only I don't think there's any more to talk two. about. It was only an hour and nine minute movie. I mean, I know. I would say this is the most anyone has talked about this movie <laughs> since they actually made the movie and they were the right. producer and director. Talking about I movie. mean, even when it was the ABC movie of the week in May 1974, <laughs> they didn't even talk about it this much in May 1974. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> wild, wild, wild card question. Who from this? All right, let's hear it. Who, if in the sequel of this movie, would end up being a Grammy? At the, was it at the Grammys or win a Grammy? Win a Grammy? Win a Grammy. Win at a the Grammy. Grammys, win a Grammy, win a Grammy. So go ahead, John. You watched the Grammys, I'll bet. They were just on. I did watch the Grammys. That's I don't know why. I, just, I, I don't really watch award shows anymore. I used to like watch them religiously. No, I did watch them this year. Very upset. ABBA, four Grammy nominations, did not win one. Whoa, did they get nominated? It's outrageous. They got nominated. They lost. Best pop vocal group to sam smith and the um what is her name the transgender woman i can't think of her name now they lost best pop vocal album to harry styles they lost uh, record of the year to lizzo about damn time and they lost (laughs) album of the year again to harry styles pox on your house harry styles pox on your house pox on your house harry styles i say (laughs) Um, what was the controversy with Madonna? I didn't read it. Oh, she, her face changed. Her face changed. Well, she's getting older. So she got, she got she's, old. No, she's had she's terrible had like amounts of plastic surgery. Filler, filler and Botox and rumors like maybe a nose job. And they think that, no, that something's going on here. Either that or she's she's gotten some sort of organ transplant and her body is rejecting it. That could be the other option. But no, she just, she does, no, she just does not look right. <laughs> So Grammy, who would win a Grammy? I got oh. one if nobody else does. Go, go, ahead. go ahead, George. Go ahead, George. All right, it's, it's fucking Eddie. It's his. It was his dance mix to "Please Hurry." Please hurry. It just it was. You stole was, my joke. It was. It was. Ah, in your face, Tim. <laughs> yeah, you telegraphed that. Your I mean, like Tim's mentioned this line. I bet you it's gonna be "Please Hurry." Please, please hurry. And the percussion was played by firing guns into an empty elevator yeah. shaft. Yep. Um, it, 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 he didn't win for best male vocal or best pop duo or anything like that. He won for sweatiest performance. That was, a, was category. a special writing that thing. Was, that was yeah, a category that, from 1974 to 1976. Yeah. I can verify yeah, that. Yeah. He beat Gary Glitter. Then they, then Ooh, they, then they, they just, then they discontinued. I, I think they did disco after that. Yeah. No, I yeah, can I can attest so, that was a that was a category for about three ceremonies. Yes, that is true. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, it is yeah, true. I it have, is true. Uh, what was I, the, was, I, I I put in a Spotify based and, on that and, song, and we're talking I, about. And we're talking about we're talking about winning best winning sweatiest performance. He was up against yeah. Fat Elvis at that point. So for, yeah, him wow. to, for him to win in that category is pretty impressive. I mean, Fat Elvis, that is really I mean, that guy. That guy literally sweat peanut butter. <laughs> so. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. Oh wait, no, I'm no, sweating. No, no, I'm, I'm, swe- I'm sweating oh. peanut butter. Never mind. It wasn't you. My bad. <laughs> All right, so that's mine. Well, did he have any other songs? Well, don't um, you remember his other hit song, The Lady from Philadelphia? 
uh, was called Lernamoy. No, Lernamoy. No? What was the name of the song? Lernamoy, the lady from Lernamoy my joy, my joy. It was a country hit. Moderate yeah. country hit. Lernamoy, my He's, joy, my joy. Lernamoy. He was a sweaty enough for that one. My joy, my joy. Lernamoy. He performed it on Hee Haw <laughs> once, I remember. He didn't, he, didn't want to get, he didn't want to get pigeonholed in that sweaty music category, so he tried no. some country for a while. He got canceled for that other song the album called Pushing Boys Through Holes. Pushing Boys <laughs> Through Holes. <laughs> much like, like that guy in college. <laughs> Wait, much, I, much like that guy with the girlfriend in college, you got drunk. But anyway. I think I know that song. Tim, can you sing a few lines? So I... Push him, boys. Push him, boys. Bow, bow, bow. Push him, boys. Push him, boys. Push him, boys. There's a hole. There's a hole. Wow, we're good. We're great. I smell a Grammy. So, my Grammy award winner is. The woman who waited in the car from the blob, I forget her name. Her name is Irene. Irene. Yeah. Irene. Irene. In the sequel, she she stayed in that garage all night practicing her comedy routine, and she won a Grammy Ooh. for Best Comedy Album. She had a stand-up uh-huh. routine, and some of her favorite jokes were she'd come out on stage, and she'd say, why did the squirrel forget which tree he buried his nuts under? The audience is all like, why, why? 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 Yeah, why? And she, she says... Because he had dementia. No, she was. It was a hit. <laughs> she was because not, dementia was not the taboo subject it is today. I'm just picturing her looking eagerly at the audience as crickets. No, this tumbleweed goes by. Best comedy album, 1974. Did she beat a guy from Beware the Blob, the aggro hairdresser? Because comedy apparently sucked in the 70s. Well, she had another joke. Why did the carp not pay his electric bill? Because he's a fish? No, nope, because his checkbook was all soggy. Uh, oh, well, hey, hey, it was 1974. Not true, though. I remember when we were doing that other movie. I told you, those guppies used my dad's checkbook <laughs> to buy sea monkeys. It can happen. It can happen. It can, it can happen. I'm glad she got stuck at the bottom of a stairwell. She deserves that. Well, she won a Grammy. So you, John. All right. Your, uh, my, my Grammy winner is Mrs. Peters, Bobby's mother. Okay. And she won Ooh. her Grammy. It was probably right after Irene won hers. It was for Best Spoken <laughs> Word. It was for Best Spoken no. Word album for her audio book on um, how to keep your boy at home. It's an advice book to other mothers when <laughs> when your when your son is getting ready to you know leave the nest and you want to keep him. In a hole. You do <laughs> things. You do things like. Go to his financial advisor and cut off his trust fund yes. and rig an elevator so it's going to fall and he could plummet to his death oh. and he will realize how much he needs his mother. Stealth oh my God. villain. She was behind it the she, whole time. She was the stealth villain. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. New York Times bestselling author George O'Connor. <laughs> exactly. This movie just got 20 percent better, which still doesn't make it a good movie. Well, again, so if you rough, saw the, but... the start where. Lerna murdered her family. Lerna Moy. Lerna Moy. 
<laughs> having trouble with this one, Tim. Did I say it wrong again? You did, but no, I love it. Let's run. Let's roll. Let's run. let's just, let's just run. call her murder boy. Learn a boy. Let's just run with it. It's let's like when to- I have too many. Dr- it's when I have too many drinks and I call her Sarah Suckabee Handers. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Why are you drinking with Sarah Huckabee Sanders? <laughs> no, just in general. Like when I'm talking about Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I get no. a few. I get, I get no one night. I got too many drinks in me. I was calling her Sarah Suckabee Handers. Oh, jeez, that makes sense though. It works. Are you doing that? It works like for it. me. It works for me. And you just and you just and you just run with it, Tim. <laughs> All right. So we'll get to the meat of the show. This is our first <laughs> time. You see, we haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, everybody, get ready. This is whatever the hell the subtitle is, is referring to. This is a revenge sequel. Tim, would you like to, would you like to read your novella first or what do you think would yeah, go Tim, first? Yeah, Tim, you go first so I know what to emulate. Okay. Yeah, you're so, the ones who's setting this up. Everybody, Tim just took out me. what appears we to be a, a big, copy of War and Peace. We had a big meeting. <laughs> John just, John comes to meetings with those glasses with the eyes painted on them, you know. We think he's awake. It's two ping pong balls tied, cut in half with dots drawn hey, on the end. He's put some. I got, I got a high school. I got a high school diploma and an associate's degree with those glasses. So don't knock <laughs> those glasses. So right, Tim, we're going to do the. I'm, what is the revenge? I'm going to do the title first. It's called Elevator: The Revenge, or as it's known in Florida, The Staircase. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Oh, this is the whole reason you did this movie. <laughs> what? So you could do your fucking elevators <laughs> don't exist in Florida joke. Yes, it was God. 1974. There were no elevators in Florida. For oh, those who don't. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Okay, here we go. Get ready. Oh, my revenge Gird sequel. Your, gird your loins, George. <laughs> They're girded. I don't know how to gird, gird, nor do I know where my loins are, but here we go. Let me go. Eddie. <laughs> Eddie and Irene, at the end of this movie, they're stuck in the basement. Uh-huh. So to, per, to escape the police, they hid uh, down mm-hmm. in the basement. And after two days, Eddie's going nuts because he's claustrophobic. He hates the basement. Uh-huh. Tells Irene to go out and get some food and to please hurry. Okay. Irene goes out to get some food, but <laughs> she gets caught up in the pet rock fad that's sweeping the nation at this time. I don't oh. know if you know, that's a, that was a popular present by Pet Rock. We, and we she, discussed it once in choice. Yes, I know. I, yeah, I feel like it comes up every week. She, she ran off to be a part of that world. So Eddie was just stuck in the basement still. And after three days... I'm sorry, was, I don't mean to interrupt you, Sam, but yeah. like what world? There's like a Pet Rock world? Wait. No. Yeah, pet, the Pet Rock. The Pet Rock? The Pet Rock phase. Fad. World. No. Okay. Are there like yeah, pet rock parks? Behind. What are you talking about? Anyway, we'll get through. Okay, this. go ahead. I'm, I'll stop interrupting you. That was rude. It's okay. Eddie is lost in this basement. He's lost his mind because he's claustrophobic. At the end of the holiday weekend, though, they come and remove the busted elevator. They take it away as junk, and Eddie hides in this elevator so he can escape. And he goes to the junkyard with this elevator, and he uses all the uh, unused car parts from other cars to make his elevator into a machine known as the Killivator. Ooh, that's a good title. <laughs> and he went on the road to get revenge on all the other elevators who would dare to lock him up and trigger his claustrophobia. 
And most importantly, get revenge on the maker of Pet Rocks because he saw a billboard that featured Irene posing as the Pet Rock girl. So he knew she was caught up in the Pet Rock cult. That happened in like 24 hours, too. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) She waited two days, went out, really got on a billboard. (laughs) She was going to be, you know, uh, Irene, she was going to be Miss Bicentennial for the Bicentennial year, which was coming up, 1976. But she got stuck in an elevator with uh, her agent, and she farted up a storm, and he fired her. Mm. She wasn't around Mm. when Eddie and his vengeful killivator came, came around to get his revenge. So okay. that led to the elevator part three. That's my sequel. Oh, wow. wow. That's great. Hey. Although, That's, although, um... although my conspiracy theory is that like the moon landing, the bicentennial never happened. It was just staged on a movie set. Uh, yeah, I believe that. We were, I was, mass hip- we were I was mass hypnotized. <laughs> we were mass hypnotized. All right. Who goes next? John or me? It doesn't matter. I got mine then. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> My Revenge Fiend sequel, because of course everybody knows that this movie was a huge success. Mm-hmm. Myrna Loy fans came out of the woodwork, the Myrna Loyites, as they're called. Right, or, 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 or learn them away. You, you, you Myrna Loyites. <laughs> you pick. And this thing got crazy. It was immediately green lighted. We have to do a sequel for this. And. There was actually some characters who were wronged in this movie, and so a revenge film was the way to go. The movie was called, the sequel was called Elevator 2, The Escalation. (laughs) Now, in the beginning of this movie, if you recall, I drew attention to it for the subtle listener to notice. (laughs) There was an actual murder. Pretty much nobody dies in this movie. It's pretty low stakes. But the two burglars do go into an office on the top and shoot a Mr. Rambo and steal his money. It's Mr. Rambo who needs to be avenged. Mm-hmm. He's a forgotten victim in all this. His son, John, was just the man to do that. <laughs> but John, as it happens, while this is happening, the United States was involved in a little conflict in Southern Asia called Vietnam. Mr. John Rambo, he <laughs> drew first blood <laughs> in that conflict. Killed a lot of people, I think. I think he went nuts. Maybe he went to somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, got harassed by a sheriff, went crazy, killed everybody. He was definitely a bad guy at first. But then he became an American hero. Right. And he would ride up and down the escalators because they replaced <laughs> this elevator with escalators. And he would just shoot all the commies. And, uh, yeah, that's the end of the movie. Was this a mall that escalator? Is, is that where the commies are? It was. Yeah. And you know what was really funny, Tim? I think you'll appreciate this. Yeah. He was carrying all these fucking missile launchers and M60s and M16s and M all kinds of numbers. Uh-huh. And what do you think he saw? Uh, oh, he saw pretty Did ladies you- when they're bikinis. <laughs> yes, and fell. there was this pretty lady in bikini. <laughs> he trips. He falls. But because he's carrying explosives, he is blown to hell. That's the end. Yeah. And that is why there was never any sequels to Lost Blood and or The Elevator. Escalator, it except is, for that dirty version. It yeah. is. It is amazing when the sequel exceeds the the original. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it got it, because they, this one was. Let's be honest, folks. This was kind of low budget, but the people, all the Myrna Loy fans, were like, "This is her greatest appearance since the Thin Man." Yeah. And all the Roddy McDowell people were just waiting for him to become a chimpanzee <laughs> the whole time. He never did. So when the sequel came, they were they were there were people right. camping out on the streets or whatever the hell city this was set in. 
It was amazing. It was like bigger than Star Wars. In the background of this sequel, I think you see Roddy McDowell as an ape. Yeah, but <laughs> weirdly, he's a chimpanzee. Yeah. I mean, he's not a chimpanzee. He's, a chimp. he's an orangutan. Oh. He's being a real fucking Dr. Zayas. Ooh. Ray, range. Yeah. <laughs> no, that guy. You know, if you have to have someone play a monkey, you could do worse than Mr. Roddy McDowell. Right. I want to see it be a bonobo. Because, you know, bonobos, they solve all their sexual, I mean, all their problems with sexual, you know, stimulation. You couldn't. Bonobo you meets another bonobo and they have a fight. This is true. Oh, no. It, like a chimpanzee rips off your nuts and makes you eat them. Uh-huh. A bonobo reaches over and gives you a little tug. He's like, hey, I like that, huh? We're friends now, right? Ah, I, just I make- saw that Instagram story. That's right. <laughs> Wait. Of Roddy McDowell giving a tug? Tim, that was an Instagram. Two monkeys. Tim, Please. were you watching The Elevator 1972? Because <laughs> that was a very different movie. I, I, I may have been. Lots of monkeys in it. <laughs> wow, I got to watch it. All right, that's mine. I think I lost track of it, but I thought yeah. the title was good. Yeah. I'm happy to build on each other's. All right, John, what's yours? What's your revenge Okay, revenge my, my revenge sequel is The Breakfast Bar Has No Danish. Modern. I.e. modern. Your personal modern parentheses close parentheses. <laughs> Wait, is this your personal grievance working in? I was at a breakfast bar. There was no Danish. No so I killed well, everybody. Was well, the reason why? Well, no, not my personal grudge, but Mrs. Edith Reynolds, wife of Doctor Reynolds, in the movie. Oh, yeah. The scorned wife goes, on, goes on the road. Is has to. She becomes. A, you know, after decorating her husband's office, she becomes a very well-known interior designer herself. And so she's going all around Southern California. Sometimes she has to spend the night in like a Motel 6 or, you know, Holiday Inn Express. And sometimes the breakfast bar does not have Danish. Yes, you are correct. New York Times bestselling author George O'Connor. Outrageous. So she goes and she's, you know, there's, there's, she goes up, up to like Santa Barbara, Montecito, you know, the real hoity toity areas. And she's just very successful until I smell an Wendy Thompson, oh. the scorned other woman, played by oh. national treasure Arlene Galanka, God, oh, rest, God, God rest her soul, goes R. around R. and she takes. She finds, after she gets off the elevator and is left alone, she finds the, you know, in the beginning of the elevator, the little bottle of acid they use to burn the keyhole. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that part. That was cool, actually. She picks that up, and what she does is she is stalking Edith Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And once Mrs. Reynolds is done decorating these homes, she takes the acid in the keyholes, breaks into the homes, takes out all the new furniture and decorations that uh, that Mrs. Edith Reynolds has put in and replaces it with Danish modern furniture, much like the <laughs> Danish modern furniture we saw in Santa Claus Conquers the Martian. All right. It, like destroys, it destroys <laughs> Mrs. Reynolds reputation as an interior designer and wendy thompson wreaks her revenge wow does she kind of lose her mind and start installing yellow wallpaper on everything 
Well, she's got a lot of couches now. She doesn't quite know what to do with. Like you walk into, oh, you walk into her apartment, and it's like you can't move on the floor because like every square inch is taken up by a couch. <laughs> so you gotta like you gotta walk on the couches and jump over. Yes. You know, there's like one couch up against the stove, and you gotta kind of stand on the couch. To, she doesn't know what to do with the stuff after she steals it. Because you know, you haul, you gotta get you haul, you gotta get that van back in 24 hours. They're gonna charge you more than the 1999. <laughs> I'm just saying. I have a question. Yeah. Uh huh. Does she hire any of the assistants from U-Haul, or does she heft all this furniture herself? Oh, she is so full with rage and adrenaline. New York Times bestselling oh, author wow. George O'Connor, she is lifting it herself. Wow. So uh, she's just hulking out. She's, she's like, like the, she's like she's she's like the precursor to the She-Hulk. And she's like <laughs> throwing, I mean, it's literally just throwing couches and set tees into the back of that van. And I have a question. Another, Does she at any another, point you're say, full of questions. Here. Question. You're, you're full of questions. I'm inquisitive. Here. Okay. <laughs> at any point does she say, I'm so fucking mad? She mutters, she, it, she mutters it under her breath. As she's telling jokes to herself, uh, <laughs> something that she learned from something that she learned from Irene, aka she loves her album from Beware the Blob. Wow, she owns her yeah. comedy album. She has her, exactly she on eight it. track, Tim, on eight track, Tim. on eight track, and as she's Tim. driving around in that U-Haul van, she's got the Irene <laughs> Turner comedy album, which has just won the Grammy. Yes, in the eight track player. And under her breath, she's going, I am so fucking angry. And then, ha, ha, ha. No, she's not so fucking. She's so fucking angry. Fucking. So she throws couches. Oh, fuck so fucking. Get it? That's my joke. Um, Tim, can yes. you give us another joke from the comedy album to set the scene? Um, she does a long kind of bit where she comes out on stage and she goes, I'm kind of nervous up here. You know, a woman comedian. I, 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 won't, I won't lie to you that my pants are wet. And they're not wet from urine. And then people are <coughs> wow. nervous. Tim, that's pretty blue. She goes, ah, don't worry, yeah. they're not wet. They're not wet from blood. And everybody's like giggle, giggle, giggle. And she's like, oh, they're not wet from alcohol. And not wet from, uh, you know. And then and then she gets kind of blue. I don't want to do it here. No, and uh, you already got blue. She's more blue. Blue. And you say she won. You say she won the Grammy for best comedy album in 1974 for this. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Real dearth of talent that year, apparently. Hmm. I guess not. I guess I, I guess Richard Pryor didn't put out an album that year. <laughs> it was her She's time. Like, clearly, it was her time. Wow. It, was her, it was her time. <laughs> She's like, how about that show, Maud? Oh no. <laughs> All right, so so Tim, now that we've all put out forth our things, what do we do? We fight over them? Do we vote on them? No. Do we ask people? No. Oh, yeah. No, you know what I was thinking we could do. If anybody, and please, somebody, please send us an email. Please send us an email. If, you, if perhaps you have an idea of a revenge sequel, or perhaps you have the idea of who may have won a Grammy award, send them on in. And what is that email address, Tim? Well, it's SETI Bimco with an E at the end at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram, SETI underscore Bimco. But also. And the E, the E stands for extra. Yes. Yeah, you can send in your ideas. And I think I also know what George was going to say. Vote which one you think was best, right? 
In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna one up it. What? Tim Hamilton will personally send you a dollar if you write in because I think we chased away all potential listeners by this point. I don't think Tim's gonna have to send a dollar to anybody. I think you're right, New York Times bestselling author George O'Connor. <laughs> I think not, you're right. Offer not good on the uh, continental United States. Oh, you're going to have to send a dollar <laughs> to Australia now. You're going to be sad. But yeah, send in uh, There's No Hurt Feelings. If you vote for mine, I'll read your name on the air. No, if my, you vote for mine, I'll sing it down the air. If you don't vote for mine, my feelings will be very hurt. <laughs> If you vote I'm, for the just adult, I'm the adult child of an alcoholic, damn it. How much more do I have to suffer? If you, if you vote for John's, I'll sing the rest of the words to uh, Boy in a Hole. That Boy in a Hole. Song. Boy in a Hole. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's serious. But so you can write us. girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good song, too. John, you dropped this dude's name before. Do you realize that? No, no, no this is so. a different dude. This is a different dude. Okay, all right, you because you actually said this guy's name. Like, not only are you doing this very unflattering portrayal, but like, I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> no, this was somebody. This was somebody else. This was somebody else. A couple somebody else's. It was. It was an ongoing theme in my twenties. It was an ongoing <laughs> theme in my formative years. You were like a straight chaser. Yeah. You know what? It didn't. It really didn't take that much coaxing, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe they weren't as straight as they proclaimed. Yeah. Huh? Uh, ding ding after ding you, ding after ding. You, no more wait. calls. We have a winner. <laughs> after you kissed them and then stuffed them into a hole to get rid of them, <laughs> would you say I think you did protest too much? And then like look at the camera and wink. No, all I would say is like they'd be like, "I've got a girlfriend. I'm not gay." It's like, look. It's three o'clock in the morning. You're in my bed. I don't give a fuck right now. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Many did that horrible laugh. Oh, do the voice again. <laughs> Jeez, that's worse. That's unforgivable. Yeah, it's getting worse. Anyway. It got worse. It got Wait. worse. Oh, geez. How many made it six weeks with that guy? I have no clue. Six weeks. Six oh. weeks. Which was an eternity for me back then. Yeah, that's that's a long. I mean, because you figure early in the days, you're seeing them like every day, and that guy's doing that. Yeah. When well, you know, like as I said, maybe it was eight weeks, maybe it was two months. I can't remember. It was maybe a very, he's still here. Check. It, it was a very, it was a very compact. Let me look, let me Google him. I'll give his address and phone number <laughs> on here. If you know, I'm trying to wrap up the show. <laughs> Write us a letter. All right, Tim, talk us out. Vote on the best song. Uh, I mean theory and uh next week oh, best revenge sequel best revenge sequel next week uh, fr- uh from now on each week john is going to appear as a different vice president and he's not going to tell us who it is we're just going to guess oh i saw it right. oh, thank goodness i almost said i almost said john c calhoun Whew, thank goodness i didn't say that out loud <laughs> but um i did pick the film for next week you did oh that's right what is wow. it well, it was it was queued up on YouTube after I really cheated this week. It was queued up on YouTube after the elevator, and it was okay. about an hour or so itself. I was That's like, good. well, what do I have to lose? It is Dr. Cook's Garden starring um, very late in his career, one Mr. Bing Crosby. Last movie. I think it said was it last, his last movie. It said last. Okay. I thought Xanadu was his last movie. No, that was Gene, Gene Kelly. Kelly. 
Oh, I don't know anything. Oh no, Bing Crosby was dead by the time Xanadu. Although they said they did want Bing Crosby originally, and then he died. And they hired Gene Kelly. They wanted Danny Kaye originally, but he turned it down. Okay. I don't know if it's a joke or not. I don't know either. Let's think with Tim. What? He's always trying to bring Let's in go. Danny Kaye in all situations. <sighs> Hey, I love it. his movies are great. I don't think George has watched any Danny Kaye. Was he in Darby O'Gill and the Little People? Nope. nope. That was Sean Connery. I confused the two. He of them. was in Wonder Man. That's the name of one of his movies. Was that the one about no, the actor no, no. superheroes <laughs> comics you drew in the nineties? No. Uh, Danny Kaye was he also the Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yes. That's it. I did see that. Okay. He was in White Christmas. I saw we'll that talk movie. about that next week. I can't wait to talk All about right, White Christmas Danny people. Kay. You like White Christmas? Be mm. here next week. I don't like you saying White Christmas. So it's <laughs> making me feel Oh, nervous. it's a very white movie, but. Should I see mm. if, Should I try to see if I can score some Coke? I mean, White Christmas? I <laughs> mean, Christmas. What? Code word. Next week. Snow, Code word, White Christmas. Snow. Is that what you're telling yep, me? Yep, that song. Okay. Snow. Snow. <laughs> Stick a boy in a hole. George Clooney's uh, aunt is in that movie. <laughs> Dropping knowledge. Aunt Clooney? George Clooney's aunt. She's in White Christmas. All right. Well, don't give away Is all the yet? don't give away all the fun. <laughs> all right. We should go. All right. It's been too long. Yes. All right, I'm gonna hang up before we upload. Say goodbye. Right, bye everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye bye. This has been a Pity Party Line production. It's a party line. Oh, I thought you were talking like the Secret Garden was Secret a kid's Garden. show. You don't remember that, John? Yeah. New York. It was a New York show. No, it was the Magic Garden. The Magic Garden. Yep. Magic Garden. Sherlock the Squirrel with Janice and um, and they had the Chuckle Patch. And that was the yeah. Magic Garden. Secret yeah. Garden. And they would was... pretend they see you. Like I see Tim. That's the romper room. No, that was rom- that was romper room. <laughs> we let, I don't know what. Let I'm this doing. show end. <laughs> let this be. It never will end. Let this be our last podcast. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get in an elevator. I'm just gonna get in an elevator. Snap the cables and end it all. Goodbye. Hey, Mister.